1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking, so I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well, and I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing.
0: My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do.
1: I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach.
0: So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation.
1: To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They
0: was trying to brand us, we were going to become the McDonald's of Kid Treatment.
2: Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: What's up, Bachelor Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. We have a very special day. Comedian Jared Freed, you may know him from The Bachelor. He has a Netflix special, 37 and single.
4: Am I right? That's right. Thirty seven singles on Netflix, uh, August 15th. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I'm uh, I'm so happy to be here with, with you both. The, the, the bachelorette couple here.
1: <laughs> We're happy to have you. So what happens if you get into a relationship before the special drops?
4: He's only got. I he mean, only got two weeks.
1: You never well, know. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> well, we got here,
1: engaged in that amount of time.
4: Yeah, that's, that's true. right. I, I mean, if I, I would say it, it. This is a snapshot of my life on December of 2022, and that's when we shot it. And it's all jokes about if you're single and just annoyed at being single and single life and dating apps and your friends trying to help and your parents trying to help it's i it, i would say relatability is high there's some there, and as you guys know i've been making i've been the troll of the bachelor nation for all these years i've been yelling at the tv i have bachelor material in the special and kind of relating it to my life because as you guys know of people who've been on the show you know, before you go on, someone's like, you should go on, you should go on. Like if you're a single person who knows The Bachelor, has been around The Bachelor, it's always something that's said to you, if you're a fan of the show and people know that, you should submit. So I talk about that type of stuff and why I could never go on the show. But I, I, you know, and then I talk about gender reveal parties and, you know, body issues and late night eating. And it's really meant to be something that everyone can enjoy, you know, friends, family, make a date night, watch it with your parents, Watch it with someone, you know, your friends on a, you know, with a glass of wine. And it's just super exciting. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's why I like watching The Bachelor. I love watching The Bachelor because it's relatable. Every bat, you know, when people say, oh, it's fake, I get really annoyed because I love, to me, The Bachelor is professional wrestling. It's like WWE. Yeah, maybe the, Maybe all the the surroundings are fake and the characters are maybe a little heightened, but you still got to jump off the top rope. You still got to take the bumps. You still got to get first kiss and get dumped and say I love you and say and and ask someone to you know meet their parents and meet the parents and get dumped after meeting the parents. So it's all like th- a, a, a vessel to be able to relate to your own life because that's what we all do. What would I do in Charity's shoes? What would I do? in, you know, Aaron B's shoes, all these things. So, and, and what would I do in you know, grocery Joe's shoes, he goes on the show for one minute, (laughs) grocery (laughs) store, Joe, excuse me. Sorry. I forgot your middle name. I, (laughs) I like, what would I do if I went on this show for, for 15 minutes and all of a sudden became this mega star, how would I deal with this? So I I think it's all like, um, this is why I love the show and I'm happy to be here with you guys. So thank you for having me.
0: If you're, if you're still single, you should go on.
4: So. I can't. No. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. too. I'm too chubby. I the camera adds twenty pounds for me. Fifty pounds. I next to the bachelor, because the one thing you realize very quickly when I meet you guys, when I meet the you know the 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 Greek gods and goddesses that go on this show is you guys are TV ready. Like there's like I had six martinis last night. Like I am. There's no TV ready over here. I'm happy to be watching from my apartment alone, yelling at the TV like a loser. I'm okay with that.
1: Jared, before we get into um, yeah. all of the Bachelor Nation questions, I just remembered this. Um, and now that I have you in front of me, I have to bring yes. it up to you. So one of my girlfriends is a fan of Bachelors, a fan of you, listens to uh, like a all your podcasts and she listens to them before she goes to bed and you do like a question, submit your questions, dating podcast, I guess. Right. Do
4: you a podcast? We take emails from listeners and give advice. Yeah.
1: Yes. That podcast. And she's like, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm falling asleep. I'm almost in my freaking REM. And I hear someone has sent a question about right. me. About yes. my dating profile. Do you
4: know what <laughs> she's talking about? So you got. A, so we play a game on you Up Podcast, which is a dating and relationship podcast. And if anyone, usually the you Up Podcast gets sent to people during a breakup. It's in like the basket of goodies that someone gets to like, you know, be you know, rocked like a baby back to health. You know, so. What well, we play a game called Red Flag Deal Breaker, and a man from Toronto sent in a Red Flag Deal Breaker, asking. And and Red Flag means I notice it, but I'll still date them. Deal Breaker means uh-uh, I'm out. And you know, Red Flags have kind of trended on on TikTok. We've been doing this game for six years now. Like, it's it's crazy. We had a card game we made. So you have this one thing happen. Do you keep going or do you say, I'm out? And the one thing they sent in for us to discuss was that Serena Pitt was. Have um, I told you this, show? I don't know okay. if I heard this story. This so, is brand so, new. So, so that's they they went on a date with Serena and she was engaged to some guy from the show no 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 that wasn't
5: was no, two. Two. no 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 I guess I'm 37 and single now too
4: look at you're in um yeah. so no the 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 it basically someone that's friends with Serena um all their pictures on hinge were of the girl and Serena so it was like red flag or deal breaker all of their pictures on the dating app are with a celebrity, and are with someone that's recognizable? Are they trying to attain clout? of a certain nature. They were basically asking, is this person trying to suck the Hollywood out of Serena to try and, you know, glamorize themselves to get a date. And, and, and we had a, we actually had a lengthy conversation where we were like, you can have one picture with Serena. And then like Jordana was like, not a, you know, wasn't watching that season. She's like, I don't know Serena. So to me, this is just, you know, and we were kind of talking about like having the same person in your profile multiple times. Is just kind of weird in general. Not, you know, like, do you know who this was, Serena?
1: This is one of my best friends. So yeah, right. and I will say it was only like two or three out of her like six photos.
4: Well, that's Th- three 50 is 50%. half, fifty the- yeah. percent. <laughs> right, right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. uh, Joe, the former finance guy, knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) 50%? That's a big percentage. Yeah.
1: I would not be surprised if she's redone her profile (laughs) since you said that. But I would also not be surprised if it looks exactly the same. So I would have to go check.
4: And it's hard to have this conversation because we were like, you know, there's becomes the discussion of like how big a celebrity is Serena? And I've met you before, Serena. You don't come off as like, I'm the biggest celebrity in the world. Like you, you, you're a very normal person. So yeah, it's I'm like, not Brad
1: Pitt. Like Right. Well, that was the
4: <laughs> point. I kind of wish, we like, wish she did that. I kind of wish you did that. I did what? I'm like, the biggest celebrity
1: in the
0: world. Oh my right? God, really? that'd
4: be crazy behavior. So then it became this like weird discussion of like is Serena like a big enough celebrity to be a big brag? Is it like and I was like, listen, if it was three pictures in the profile, it would take me the first three to wonder who is this person because that's the problem. Generally, the problem on a dating profile is if you know it's like this where's Waldo game. Some people it's just them with friends, and you're like, oh my god, who am I trying to make love to here? You know, like what am I? You know, like and so it was a fun discussion, but it, it, it happened to. You know, embroil, bring you into the fray of the UF podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. And her as one of and your her. listeners, which was an extraordinarily shocking thing. So she's a listener. Night. She's a, just a listener. Yeah, she's a fan. She was just oh listening God. for fun.
0: And then, and then all of a sudden you're talking about her, which has got to be crazy. <laughs> um, but you do talk about the cast and you write profiles for everyone. So...
4: The cool thing about having a special on Netflix is, like, I've never really been plucked from obscurity. Everything I've done has been this, like, I'll put stuff on the Internet that I think are funny and hopefully people come my way. So one of my ideas early on was that The Bachelor puts out all these profiles of every contestant. So I was like, I'll take – and they used to only put out a picture – and their name and their age and their profession and where they were from. And I would just make fun of those facts. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it could be anyone from Baltimore, San Diego, wherever it was, or anyone that had a job in finance. I would just make, it was a a, a forum for me to be funny and make jokes. Then The Bachelor started writing full on profiles, question and answers with the contestants. So it made my job like a thousand times easier because there's like now a million things to make fun of. So it's weird because now I'm going going on all these podcasts and i've written about you guys before even meeting you on camera so i took your profile and i'm gonna read you both the profiles i was gonna ask i'm sweating
1: i don't know why i'm so nervous to hear this i'm
4: I'm gonna read joe's first because it was long ago um i don't even (laughs) have like this might have been before they did so yeah i don't
0: think yeah i don't i'm pretty sure they didn't i think I don't know if they wrote anything for us. I feel like they said our name, where we were from and our age. But yeah, let's right. go.
4: Well, you did have more information cuz I did have. Okay, you ready? So this was Joe's in 2018 I wrote this. Like thank God for Google. Like, <laughs> you know, I can I have it all. I was like I searched this and it's like crazy. So and again, I get like weird because it's like my writing. I'm like I hope I've gotten better. Okay, ready? Let's go. Joe left the stock exchange to own a grocery store. Some women will get nostalgic and be like, that's what Corey Matthews' dad did on the show. Then imagine a life living next to Mr. Feeney and having a girlfriend who's too hot for him. Others will think, didn't Amazon just get into the grocery business and think that Joe isn't the type of decision maker that will win this show? Becca will be like, hey, boys, meet me at the restaurant for our date night. And everyone will be like... Becca will be like, hey, boys, meet me at the restaurant for our date night. And everyone will be at the restaurant. And Becca will be like, where's Joe? And someone will be like, oh, Joe decided to take his horse and buggy. And I think there was a line at the toll booth. So he's going to be a minute. So that was my Joe <laughs> Oh, my God. Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read yours first because I think Serena's is a little tougher. <laughs> okay? Oh, God.
1: I'm scared. Uh, my bio, I remember reading my bio for the show and being like, oh, God, like this is this is what, ha- what people pulled <laughs> from every piece of information <laughs> they have about me to write. Oh, my God. OK. And wait, 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 wait.
0: Okay. In Boy Meets World, that his is that what we're talking about? That his dad own a, uh, grocery, own a grocery store? store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And he lived next to Mr. Feeney. And I always thought Topanga was too hot for Corey. Okay. So those, these, these let you into my thoughts and feelings. OK. okay. I liked that. I liked. all the lines up.
1: I like the Boy Meets World reference. Yeah, I'm ready. So, rip, you know, summer for certain off. ages,
4: Joe. You and I, you know, go, you know, we're out of the mix for some of these jokes. You know, I got to go, go young. I got to make sure the kids get these. I okay, get you ready? I'm ready. Hey,
2: guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us.
4: Serena P. is a 22-year-old publicist from Toronto who says she is chronically hangry. That's just a coded way of saying I'm an asshole who doesn't take responsibility for my behavior. I put describing yourself as hangry in the same category as saying I'm just sarcastic and nobody gets my sense of humor and everyone's so sensitive. These are all assholes who... (laughs) Who, instead of making any changes or looking in the mirror at all, give themselves a character description and we all have to just accept it. It's always, sorry, I was just hangry. This is what happens when you don't feed me, as if they're a four-year-old who has the, who, who has the ability to pay rent, but no strength to open the fridge for an apple. I'm going to start calling myself horngry Anytime <laughs> I get mad and then go masturbate and come out of the bathroom and be like, sorry, I was just horngry. That's what happens when you don't <laughs> lick my nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait that was way better than jokes yeah like yeah you well you could tell better. Oh, yeah, yeah you've
4: gotten better you've, you've gotten definitely b- improved better
1: over the years You're i like right.
4: Look at I like this it. is <laughs> Horngree is pretty funny <laughs> and i might do that bit on stage tonight at the comedy cellar but now nah, it's given me some inspiration so you should. thank you for going back into you know uh you know whatever and into the memories of my past, but the archives, archives, that was, that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, so this is a true thrill for me, a normie getting to come on with the Greek gods and goddesses of our time, the (laughs) bachelor and bachelorette contestants of Joe and Serena.
0: Oh, that was good. Thank you for that. That was, that was
4: a lot of fun. Brought me back
0: to, I remember, (laughs) I remember my profile pic with my short hair and that green Jacket, I hated it.
4: Okay. I just remember the the grocery store thing. I I don't know who, what God you prayed to, Joe. I don't know what you did in charity work because nobody has gotten so much from one description (laughs) in the entirety of this show, and I I wish you the best and and love you for it.
0: The grocery, yeah. How the grocery thing just, just caught fire was was insane I was only part of that grocery store like I was in the wholesale so I used to sell produce I was only part of the grocery store for like 8 months and (laughs) it was just like it was my identity all of a sudden I was like this is insane
4: it's such a Hallmark movie thing it's yeah. like, I can totally, and it's, uh, the audience, I mean, who doesn't like a Hallmark movie trope? But it is... Yeah, it is, uh, yeah, you know, it is it,
1: something it, that you'd find on, like, a TV movie. Like, the guy right. that used to work on Wall Street moved back to his hometown to run a grocery store, and then his high school sweetheart moves back as well to, like, right. save the inn.
4: You are, and you got a look, and you got, you know, the Italian, ah, shucks, you're Mr. Ah, shucks. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, it is, it, it hits you right... In the fields, Light, lightning in a bottle. Okay, so let's go to hometowns. Hometowns. Yeah. You watch hometowns. I love hometowns. It's my favorite episode of the season. Always, I think it's great. Really, I think it's, it's great. Serena's. It's Serena's least favorite. I enjoy why, it too. Why do you not like it, Serena?
1: So I actually I didn't mind this one. I find it just feels like the same thing four times in a row. Sure. And it's the least like drama it's the least relationship based because you're bringing in all these people that the audience has never seen before and they know they're never going to see again so Mm it just feels hard to get like really invested in the episode but i will say these four hometowns did feel different and i loved all four of the families so that did help for sure i
4: just love the idea like you know when when someone applies to go on the bachelor or bachelorette they are very much they're somewhat camera ready I just love that these families go on they have no want or need to go on TV. They don't want to be on TV. They're they're probably like told like ah I don't know I guess we have to do this now and then they have to be on TV and like to me there's nothing more real than someone who doesn't want to be on TV being on TV. So I do enjoy the the weirdness of it like seeing the sister who's just like wide-eyed, you know, <laughs> like why am I here? And then seeing, you know, the internet like from the internet view of it, I'm always, like, just fascinated. Like, I I guess there was one, you know, Joey's uncle, to me, is the most fabulous because he, Joey's uncle, I was like, this guy must be a piece of work. Like, to come on the show... And then just be like, I don't know. And like kind of create conspiracy theories out of nowhere of his own nephew. Of his own nephew.
0: He's literally going like, yeah, I just, I don't know if you know the real Joey. It's like... What are you Whoa. saying? What are you? Why are you, right? do,
4: why are you? Why are you doing this to your nephew? You're ruining right. this like, guy. Like my uncle, I'd be like, I would look at my uncle before going on this. I'd be like, you just shut the fuck up, <laughs> and you don't ruin this for me. What do you say? Like I would yeah. pull. If I'm Joey, I'm pulling aside my <laughs> uncle and be like, What the I'm fuck, fuck did you say to her? <laughs> did you say? Did she knock at the real me? Do you know what this show is all about? <laughs> People, there's literally podcasts and things called here for the right reasons. You're gonna implant in her head that there might be a chance that i've been this like sleeper cell are you kidding me the best is you're not even you're not even my dad you're my uncle (laughs) you're some random guy and he shows up to tennis Like he says, and and tennis coaches are kind of like notoriously like characters. If you know anything about tennis, like there's this like kind of trope that goes along with like tennis coach that's too hard on the, on the, on the pupil. And it's like, he shows up and he's like kind of a dick, kind of actually showing charities. Like you might be, he says to charity, you might have a little bit of a tennis. Why don't you have a compliment, Uncle Joe? You can't give a fucking compliment? I, I hated Uncle Joe in a way that, like... And he's named after him. That's his namesake. So, like, what's he going to say to Uncle Joe? Uh, this was my...
0: I'm laughing so hard because this was my reaction when I yeah. was watching it. I'm just right. like, what is
1: happening He was like, right why now? is... Uncle Joe throwing Joey under the bus and it made it worse because all the other families like the siblings were like such wingmen like just building up their siblings being like they're ready they would never cheat on you they're loyal they're faithful they're genuine like the best wingman family members ever and then you've got Uncle Joe just being like I don't know about Joey for you I don't know about him on his own I don't know about him at all
4: right it was so bizarre it was so weird like even him showing up to the tennis court and like unannounced you're like what do you have a family of your own? Like, have you ever dealt with like a child bringing home a significant other? Like, what are you saying to charity? I, I yeah, it was. And I'm sorry to skip ahead. Cause I know we're skipping, you know, uh, but I, I guess like we're going over Joey's thing now, but like that was the, that jumped out at me in a way because like, and again, that's like the fun of hometowns is like this family member who's, you know, we all have that—the eccentric family member, the wild card. We don't, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure Joey, it, it, off camera, is like, "Yeah, I got this uncle Joe, and he's like a character, and he's my tennis coach, and I'm really close with him, and he's at every event." But I don't know what he's gonna say. He can't be can real in obviously. Yeah. yeah, he'll say anything, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, what, are you out of your mind?"
0: No filter, Uncle Joe. I mean, I have so many family members like that, too. So I I just watched and I'm just like I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, how did you how did you allow this? Uh, OK, I, and I actually I'm going to I'm going to go way back because there's something I want to bring up that I thought was extremely funny that you did um, for our listeners Jarrett, you'll recap episodes, you'll scream at I know, I
1: know what Joe's going to bring up, because (laughs) he just, this isn't isn't even about this season, like, we're just completely changing topics. We're going to jump back, (laughs) we're going
0: to jump back into this season, but it was, because it was hometowns on Zach's season yes. with Ariel and she, she goes to the the Jewish deli and gets like gefilte fish and pastrami. <laughs> and you're going, who are you dating? Are you, this is a date yeah. I would want to be on. You should be taking right. me it,
4: out. I was, I was crying when he did well, that. when Ariel that was, was on the show, it's like, I, you know, you get word of like who the Jews are. And as a Jewish guy, I'm like, Oh my God. Like I'm again, I put myself in the shoes of the people. Like I always think like, and she brings him to Sarge's deli and you're like, Who would order these things for lunch? Like, are you trying to, like, fuck with Zach? They're, like, we're going to have some tongue. Like, my dad eats tongue. I don't order a tongue sandwich. She's, like, here, you know, have... What did she give him? Like, uh, a a gefilte fish? Yeah, yeah. Gefilte fish is, like, something you have, like, at the high holidays and, like... You would never be like, yeah, I'll have a matzo ball soup. The it's like, what are you doing to us as Jews, Ariel? Like, why are you trying? Like, this felt like they were on Fear Factor and they did, like, the food section of Fear Factor. No, like,
1: the show was definitely like, look, you could order a pastrami sandwich or you could order something else. And let's right. go something totally shocking that Zach's going to be like, you're going to really make me tongue right now.
4: <laughs> right. Funny. Right, okay,
0: right. so back, back to hometowns. We just covered Joey's. Aaron's hometown I don't I don't really think there's much to cover on it. I think it was just it was just classic well, and just like your nice hometown. I
4: will say about Aaron's hometown is that and I have to quiet down. My neighbor below just hit the bottom of my floor. I got too excited about the catfish. I know. I this. I'm sorry. Um Aaron to me has been kind of, like, Aaron rings to me very unnatural the whole season. I don't know how you guys feel. It feels like he's reading a script. Like, there was one part, a couple episodes where he's giving a a massage to charity, and you're, like, and you're, like, and he, he gave off the energy of, like, my girlfriend's best friend who actually likes her. Like, he's, like, a little uncomfortable. He never, like, it always feels performative. It feels like he's saying what he thinks he's supposed to say. And then you get to his house and his family is so nice in a way that my family would never open up to each other. Like, I don't know about you guys, like, were you prepared to, like, Tell your parents how much they, you love them if they were to be on the show. Like I, I, it, it, doesn't it, it? I don't know if you guys felt the my same way. I were was like,
1: on my parents were. Oh on yeah, you uh, uh, And I definitely did not. Actually, I thought I thought his hometown was lovely, but I agree. I wasn't prepared for his hometown to be like that based on what we've seen of him on this show. Mm. I find him not like super super warm necessarily, right. and his family was like the warmest family ever. And I was saying to Joe in our recap, like. It was like it was like a moment for his family versus like a moment for (laughs) charity and his family. Like I felt like him telling his family he loves them and them saying we're proud of you was like that was the hometown.
4: I couldn't agree more. and, And honestly, like I kind of came away from that being like this is kind of unfair to charity because it was like, look how much we love each other. How could you say no to this family? You know, like, you know, the dad's talking about, well, we do Christmas here. It's like, yeah, who the fuck doesn't do Christmas at their house? He he was talking about it like it was a special holiday. That's literally what I said. Right? Like, it it was weird. And it's like, you kind of put these people, you know, put charity into a position of guilt where it's like, what? You don't want to do Christmas the way we – it's like, yeah, everyone goes home for Christmas. I don't know what you're – even me, a Jew, I go home and have Chinese food on Christmas. Like, the idea that, like, oh, we do things differently here. And you're like – one, you know, like, I, I don't know. It was
0: she, he tried I, to lock. He tried to lock her in for Christmas just in case they got married. He wanted to get
4: the first Christmas. Yeah. He's like, you're right. a film. We
1: can have Thanksgiving. But like, just let you know, we do Christmas, which right. honestly it was, is something my dad would do. So I kind of related to that.
4: It, it was which is hilarious and also unfair. Like you're putting, you know, and I agree. It felt like this whole thing was about this family being like, you know what? The cameras are here let's open up to one another and say what we've been holding in our whole lives. Cause like, but
1: I don't think they're the first family to do that. I know. I, I agree. At, there's a lot of families and I don't know what it is. If it's like the preparation or like you've been away from each other for so long or what, but I do find for whatever reason, like, hometowns like opens family up to like this discussion of like how much they love each other, especially for these families that like, it seems like don't do it a lot. Like I remember Nate on Michelle season. Like, I think we saw that with his family too. Like him and his dad had this convo where like they basically said, I love you to each other for the first time ever. It's like, right. I don't know what putting like a mic and a camera in front of someone does, but like it's bringing families together.
0: I still, you know, I had to film my family for, for when I went on paradise the second time. And all my dad said was, I don't care what you do just don't cry on tv <laughs> that was yeah. it and then my mom laughed the world, I left, the that
1: world was the ex- missed out on your hometown oh for yeah. Sure. yeah
4: i mean would've, would've i would have i would have loved to have seen Joe's hometown, just based on that one little interaction alone, because you know what it is, I think, Serena, I don't know if you guys have been sponsored by this This is going to be a free plug, but like you've been sponsored by StoryWorth. They've sponsored our podcast and StoryWorth basically will email your parents and then ask them questions that you'd be too uncomfortable to ask. Like, it'd be like, how did, you know, tell us how you write to us an email of how you met and they put it together in a book for your parents. It's a free plug for StoryWorth. But I would say, I always say during the ad, I'm like, yeah, I would never ask my parents these questions and you might open a door that you would never open. So I do think what happens on these hometowns is there's a producer who's like, I got to get the goods. And you know how producers are. I've been on sets where the producers like asking a question. You go, I guess I've never thought of it that way. And they have you answer it certain ways. I think this is something that's happening here where the producer is next to the kid and he goes, "Tell, how do you feel about your, your you know, Aaron B making, you know, finding a woman? And then the dad's like, well, I've never been asked this question before. Yes. It is funny that some parents buy it buy into it more than others. And Aaron B is definitely like the example of like, I was like, should I be here right now? That was kind of my takeaway.
1: <laughs> yes. You know what's so funny? I don't know if you know this or not. Aaron B is really close with Aaron Clancy. Really? Yeah. Does oh, that so kind of surprise you?
4: It does because Aaron Clancy's the San Diego bro. Yeah. I, Aaron I, I and could, James. They couldn't be any more different.
1: Yeah. I find them to be right. incredibly different. I'd like to see them in person interacting together
4: right. i I compared Aaron and James to two bouncers at a nightclub in San Diego. That's their their energy was, you know, we drag people out of bars energy, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, uh, they definitely have that night at the Roxbury kind of <laughs> right. thing. Um, okay, let's
0: talk a little bit about um, let's just move off the episode, just talk about the franchise in a whole. Um, you've been covering it for how long? What do we want to say, 10 years?
4: It's been years, not 10 years. What happened was I remember I was with, my brother and I lived together. He's four years younger than me. I'm doing stand-up in New York and you know, I think I was sick one night so I like stayed home and didn't do stand-up You know, didn't do any shows and I started just like watching the. I always have loved reality TV, no matter what. I've watched every reality TV show, and I, I always first, loved.
0: What was your first uh, reality show? Because we're around the same age, I know mine.
1: I think I know like, mine too.
4: Honestly, it might have been Real World. The, was mine. No, Real World. Yeah, Real World, and then there's Real World, Real World Road Rules, and then there yeah. was like also the, um, you know, what's the singer. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne. I watched the Osbournes and the Jessica Simpson one. I've and then I watched, you know, I would watch the Bachelor here and there, and I loved a dating show. I loved Rock of Love, and I loved like the Flavor Flav one, and like I just like anything. The Surreal Life, like I just watched all of that stuff. I ate it up, and especially as I started dating, I would watch it with like the women I was dating, and. You know, I always kind of saw them like I kind of could be my funniest in that venue. Like I would always like make them laugh because I would be like noticing things that maybe from a different angle. I'm just looking at through my own personal and they're obviously looking through theirs. And I'm like, and the fun part about The Bachelor to me is it lets me talk about things. It gives me a reason to talk about things. So it's like, you know, you talk about bringing the, you know, I'll never forget Pilot Pete when he brought, when his mom was freaking out about wanting one girl over another, I'm like, it gave me kind of the avenue to talk about, like my mom is the mom of two sons. You know, Pilot yeah. Pete is the son, is, 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 his mom has two sons. I, and he got crushed when he was listening to his mom and what she had to say. And I was sitting there defending him being like, well, I can say none of you are giving, you know, the son of a mother any empathy. Like, And it was like a kind of a different take at the time. <music>
2: Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. And I can't wait for you to check it out.
4: The closest to getting what you want is always
5: the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: you know and then you know so i started way back when i would take nights off of stand-up to like live tweet it and then i started doing this thing called dudes watching rom-coms where i'd watch rom-coms and like commentate on them and that was on my instagram stories i was like well why don't i combine these two and i'll live scream the show so every week i've taken nights off of stand-up to watch the show and yell at it on my instagram and you know what it's become is my own show like you know for stand up everything's about doing stand up to me like i've been doing stand up for 13 years i've been getting on stage every single night except for bachelor nights and i remember i'd go to the comedy salon and I, they would make fun of me like the other comics would be like what are you doing like and i go I, I, I was like, this is the equivalent of me having my own show. Like no one ever cast me anything. I didn't get hired to write for anything. No one, anytime I, I'd submit, I tried, I was auditioning, but it just wasn't happening. And I start, so in, instead I started podcasts and I started yelling at The Bachelor. And I was like, wow, this is like something people are tuning in to see me, you know, which is fun. And, and as you see, like if you go to my Instagram, like, I dress up as the characters. I put my face, you know, as the technology got better, I could do things on TikTok. So it was like this, it kind of evolved into my own kind of variety show, which has been the most fun. And then I get to meet you guys, like, which has been like, you know, it's funny because like I talk a lot of shit I've talked shit about both of you. I just read you. We heard it. Yeah. But it, it, right. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it, it is a joke and it's meant to be ball busty and I'm not looking to like ruin anyone's day or night. Um, and it's cool when people get it, you know, like when you guys laugh along with it, like I think it's cool. And it's not meant to like, you know, sometimes I get sent these things that are like, you know, I can see people try try to like send me the jokes they have. And I'm like, you should probably stay on the sidelines. You should probably be a viewer. <laughs> As opposed to a commentator. But I, and I'm sure you guys get these messages that are heinous and also really nice too, because people, you know, it's nice that you get to give people an opportunity to like put their brain on the shelf and, you know, stop thinking about their own issues. Yeah. It's usually
0: always, uh, it's always more good than bad. Oh, um, what is,
4: what, what is one thing,
0: is there anything that you wish the franchise did differently? Oh,
4: my God. I have so many ideas. I mean, The Golden Bachelor I've been talking about for years. The Golden Bachelor is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I can't excited. wait. I am so excited in a weird way because The Bachelor works and, you know, The Bachelor is good because it, it you have to have some reality to your reality TV. So, I think The Bachelor is great because it is realistic for 27-year-old women to want to marry a guy who's in his 30s or younger, whatever. I I I it, I think when you flip it It was always less realistic to have like these 24-year-old dudes be like fighting to get married. It just never rang true, especially from the type of guy who wanted to go on the show. I always thought they should have made The Bachelorette like this woman who's killing it in whatever industry she's in, um, off of a divorce of some kind and just like a boss-ass like 38-year-old woman. And then you make the men on the show in their 40s and 50s. And I always thought that was like a more fun angle because men in their 40s or the 50s are a little bit embarrassing in the way – like they, they've, they've made it in some sort of career. They're a little bit too cocky. They're only surrounded by a French – you know, friends of their own making. They don't really go outside of their own bubble. So they would be hilarious. And then you'd have this like boss-ass chick who's like, you know, turning down these overconfident dudes in shirts with paisley collars and cuffs. Like, I just thought that would be, like, the evolution of the show. So I always thought where this is going, where like, I thought The Bachelorette is a better version of this, but I do think it's going to be great with The Golden Bachelor. That was, uh, and then the other thing I always wanted was no more fantasy suite. We had we the reality suite. Which is? Which they ended up doing last season. Katie and I was like, you send the couple to Ikea, and they put a bed together, and then they see if they want to fuck. So... You have, like, instead, you know, and then Katie and Zach kind of did that. They like went and built a bed. I'm like, that's did more they? of whatever. Yeah. yeah. They went, they, Zach helped her move in. You, you don't remember that? You're probably, I mean,
1: that helped was a bit,
4: her move in. <clears throat> that was her date, was like, oh. help me move into Austin. So I was oh, like, Oh,
1: for her hometown.
4: Right. It was her yes. hometown. Yeah. So, okay. So, I, those were always things that I wanted. I also, like, You know, I've always thought the show needed to evolve to include phones. Like, I thought that, like, hey, we're going to go through your DMs. Like, that should have been, you know, an event. And, go. you know, like, I I just think, like, this connection to what it's really like to date in 2024, I thought we should have been moving towards that in a certain way. And I think The Golden Bachelor is a little bit of that because, again, like, we all want to watch... Our dad date if he has you know if maybe you know he doesn't have someone and he's looking to find someone like wouldn't that be fun so that's cool yeah yeah I think yeah that's-
1: we're excited to watch it i know we were on chicks in the office the other week and uh rio was like i'm here for the granny drama i'm ready to watch them fight each other yeah and, like-
0: the, and you don't get any of the bullshit of like hair for the wrong reasons like everyone on that well I mean, But everyone I, on that show but is But at the like, same
1: time, if there's like a 75-year-old that's like there for Instagram followers, like I just don't care as much. Yeah, that's yeah, even better. <laughs> even
3: better, right. even better,
4: yeah. Right, right. And and also just like, you know, listen, we all have parents and we all watch them like kind of move through this 2023 world that they're not really, a you know, prepared for in a certain sense. Like once they get outside of their kind of comfy bubbles and it's like, that's what we want to see. We want to see someone who's, you know, it kind of feels like 20... Th- people in their 20s, 30s, whatever. We all know what's acceptable on camera. It's going to be fun to see someone kind of just be a normal person on camera and I hope that's what the case is.
0: Well, because, yeah, and I think because of because of social media everyone's so self-aware now that it it's hard to get people to just really be themselves and just be like fuck it. Like they're used right. reality TV used to go on and people like The Bachelor back in the day. I'm assuming people were just like, yeah, I'm go- I'm going on TV. I'm well, yeah, because you're like I'm whatever.
1: gonna go on TV. I'm gonna do and say whatever I want, and then I'm gonna go home and I'm only gonna have to hear feedback about it from my family and friends right. and move on with my life and maybe my coworkers. Whereas now there's so much self awareness going on these shows because you know that you're gonna hear feedback from all these people on social media. Right.
4: This is why I was a Braden fan. I thought Brayden, you know, I like was, I, I, I liked like him. him. He was, I think he was ultimately, he was proven to be himself. Like yeah. it didn't seem like, you know, he was wild. He was a little bit fun. He was, but he, that's why he was fun to watch. Like, I don't think we're going to see him without earrings ever again. Like he's going to have dangly earrings. He, and he even said a very honest thing. He's like, who could get married? After this much time getting to know someone like he was being open and honest, like and generally people know not to say that on the on the bachelor. And he came out and said it. So I I, that's why I kind of liked him. I liked I thought he was I thought he was fun to watch.
0: Um, uh, If if you had a best friend, let's say your best friend was going Mm. on the show. Is there a season you would suggest for that person to watch? To watch
1: like in preparation, in
0: preparation. Yeah, I We guess... were talking
1: about this the other week, like if you're going on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like just watch at least one season, like don't go in blind, like don't show up and be like, oh, I've never seen an episode like I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And then we were like, what season would be like the season for Bachelor and Bachelorette to like prep Pro- yourself to go on this show?
4: Probably Hannah G or not Hannah G, Hannah, Hannah Hannah Brown, Brown. Hannah Brown season. Um, I think I'm going to do a rewatch of that season. It it has it all. It has like Hannah Brown season has like, first of all, like the way Tyler conducted himself, like you just see like he, you go, okay. You know, like, I don't know Tyler to me, like Tyler Cameron, like basically she's like, I don't want to fuck you because I know I want to fuck you. And then he's like, okay. And then he's considered like a feminist icon, Um, but like just to see how that kind of unfolded and to see that guy, uh, what was his name, Luke P. Luke P. And the way he acted and kind of just seemed like he was like out of his mind, you know. Like and and to see the Peter stuff that happened with the you know the windmill, like I think that kind of had everything in it, like where it had like the you know it had drama with the the fantasy suites. It kind of showed you like. How to be a mensch on the show? It showed you how to stand out. It showed you what stands out and what people don't like and what people like. So I think that would be a good season for someone to watch.
0: I like that. Um, and then last question before we get into a game: your
4: Mount Rushmore
0: of but I was Bachelor ask you.
4: Nation. Ooh. Please. See, I and then here's the other thing: it's been, it's been a while. I guess my Mount Rushmore. Um, I was a huge um, JoJo fan. I was just a huge, like, couldn't have been a bigger fan of her and the comfy, cozy sweaters she used to wear. Um, that was like a big thing. Wait, what? I, she used to always wear these sweaters, that I'd be like, she just looked like she was like she in a Charmin like commercial, like knit, <laughs> real cozy. Oh yeah, she
1: she likes she likes a good knit sweater.
4: Loved a good knit. Um, I would say. Who, um, that guy, Chad, I mean, like he was just such from a her wild kid from yeah, her he season. Was,
0: he was a wild child. That he guy, was that wild. Guy great holidays too.
4: Right. I, I loved, um, Claire just because, she, you know, Claire, you know, on her own season, you're like, oh, I can tell like why dating's been kind of difficult. Like, you know, like you kind of watch the way she goes through these things. And it's like, you know, and we're all in our own way and dating again. Like I'm 37 and single on the special. I talk about it. It's like, you know, I, I mentioned the special, like I'm the issue when you get to it. And, you know, also Claire was it wasn't really fair that. And, and I the audience didn't like Claire because they made her like. Oh, it's the elder bachelorette. And it's like, she's 35. Like, fuck yeah. off. Like it yeah. was like almost like this like shitty, like, oh, here's what we think of the audience what thing, was her too. Promo,
0: her like, promo was the uh, uh, Dustin the Hoffman
4: movie. Yeah the, yeah. the graduate. Right. And you're like, <laughs> um, I'm older than this person. Like, yeah. can, can can am I gonna pass away soon? Like, you know, like the way it was talked about. Um, but so I really liked watching Claire and I will say um Ari is one of those like underrated bachelors because his season the way it ended with Becca and Lauren I think her name was. Yeah. That's one of the more wild endings to any season. Like the idea that they all signed that he signed up for that like well I was I was following that season like I was mm. I was I was
0: going on the next season I remember getting the call like a week before and watching that and thinking oh this is fake like, this is all fake. Like, this has, right. this cannot right. be real. <laughs> and, and that's why I went in, into the show thinking, like, oh, this shit, this has got to be fake. And then I get there, I'm like, oh, no. It's, it's not.
4: Oh, right. I, and, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It, it's just such a that ending, like, and I'm giving a, a a Mount Rushmore of just like memorable people at this point. You know, from when well, I ne- neither started. of us
0: made the fucking list, but he talked shit about us. How do you feel about
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I got paired with Horn so I'll take that instead of Mount Rushmore.
4: Horn I'm doing that on stage tonight. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a shot. I don't know if Horn Griese is a good enough word for it, but we'll see. But yeah, no, no, no. Those there, it, it, nothing against you. Just I guess like I love the messiness of the when yeah. the show gets messy is when I'm like and is just when I'm just like, ooh. Again, Pilot Pete's mom might be on that Mount Rushmore for me. Like, she was just such an intricate part of that season. Like, in a way that was like chef's kiss. Like, there was nothing like Pilot Pete. You'll never be able to recreate it.
1: No, it's really when (laughs) they get, they almost get lucky with people like Barb or Chad or Mm. even like, Claire Crawley is like amazing TV. She's got an amazing personality for TV where it's things that like, you can't, plan some of this like you could not have planned for Ari picking Becca and then being like never mind I'm gonna go back and choose Lauren like you can and, have some help orchestrating all of that but like you have to kind of just get lucky with something someone doing something kind of crazy
4: and yes I'll do it on camera after we're done with the show like what yes yeah. <laughs> like you're
1: out of your
4: mind <laughs> yeah you have to be though that's what's great
0: about the show you got to cast people that are out right. of their mind um, all right, you wanna you wanna do the game? Sure. Rapid questions. What you do. We wrote. got a quick Let's game here.
1: We do this with all of our guests. Are you ready? Let's do it. So we've got some rapid fire questions to help our listeners get to know you better. Starting with, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning?
4: Um, I lean over and check my Instagram notifications, and I'm not proud of that. You know, honestly, uh, thank
1: God that's your answer. Every guy from Charity Season has been like, I. Smile. Write in my journal. I smile. Shut I up. take deep Shut breaths. Up. I do my gratitude. I'm like, this is the healthiest group of people I've ever met. Like, no, no, I'm no. immediately scrolling on social media when I wake up. Those which are the I'm not lot, proud of, but that's right. the truth.
4: Those are the biggest liars I've ever met. I, I wake <laughs> up. I roll over. I look at Instagram. I look at texting. I look at Facebook. I look at uh, at Twitter, and then I look at a water that's been on my, you know, my bedside table for eight years. That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: Okay, how do you like your pizza?
4: I love a well-done mushroom and onion pizza.
1: Love love that. All right, what is the best dating advice you have ever received?
4: Ooh, um, the best dating advice I have ever received is... um, Ooh, I'm trying to think. You know, make... I, I think it's... You know, rapid fire, Jared.
0: Rapid fire here. I know. This is, I I think
4: it's more. (laughs) You're
0: rooted the game here. It's the first thing that comes to your mind. This
4: is a deep question. I think it's make sure you're happy. You're excited for the next step. You know, if you're not excited for the next step, then don't do the next step at all.
1: Got it. I like that. What is your go to cocktail?
4: Ooh, I, I've been really deep in the dirty martini game lately. I've been drinking dirty martinis a lot. This is, I'm what they call an alcoholic. So I really (laughs) uh, will drink everything and anything. Um, and I've, I've moved on, you know, I would vodka soda I'd have a tequila on the rocks, but right now a cold, cold, even with ice chips in it, dirty, dirty martini. It's um, nice when you get on a, a, a new kick. Right, I'm really kicking with a dirty martini right now, and I and I like it cold and in a martini glass that's way too big.
1: I started drinking dirty martinis when I went on The Bachelor because they're not high in sugar and they're not carbonated. Um,
4: Dangerous! Oh my god! Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, they got me when I first started drinking them on the show. I definitely had a few moments where they were like, "Okay, Serena, that's enough." Um, (laughs) Who is one person living or not that you would like to have dinner with?
4: Oh, I would love to have dinner with Adam Sandler. I would just like. That's a good answer. He seems like like a nice guy.
1: I feel like you guys would get along. I feel like that would be a funny dinner to be at. Yeah.
4: I would really like to just meet him, you know, and like I've heard that he's sent messages to some people I know of like liking their stuff. And like, you know, I'd love to hear what he, I have a whole bit about Jewish women on this special, and I would love to hear what he thought. Yeah.
1: What is one word or phrase that your friends use to describe you?
4: Um, I, I don't know. I hope it's nice things. They probably say, um, he one word or phrase, uh, long shitter.
1: Nice. <laughs> wow.
0: Always that's on the m-
4: toilet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your friends are way different than Should we than my end
4: it on that question? Right. Is, that, is that the last one? I think that's
0: the last one. So we have to end my We're going to leave gonna, you. We're going to
4: leave you. I'll
1: throw one more. I'll throw one more. What is the current screensaver on your phone? We'll end it on that.
4: Oh, it's a picture um, of of New York. It's a picture like the skyline, which is okay. I you know, at my core I'm a basic uh a basic Basic bitch. That's me at my core. Um well Just, enough. you know, having, you know, what are they called? Uh, pumpkin spice lattes all day. Oh. You know, dancing around the city and you know the West Village all night. So that's 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 and me. at my And there's core.
1: nothing wrong with that, Jared. I can't
4: Absolutely. Wait. I can't listen, wait listen I I'm proud of it. Pumpkin spice si-
0: latte uh, season.
4: It's, the best.
5: <laughs> it's
0: coming it's sooner coming. than you think. It's coming. All right, Jared. Thank you uh, so much for being here. Let our listeners know um, where they can find you and about your upcoming special.
4: Can't thank you guys enough for having me on and being so gracious. I'm going to have a Netflix special, which is like the uh, dream come true. It's called 37 and Single. It's premiering on August 15th. It is... Relatability is what I do. You know, if you go, have ever read my stuff or seen my tweets or seen my stand-up, that's what I do. It's about dating. It's about breakups. It's about my parents trying to fix me up. It's about The Bachelor. It's about eating and body issues and all that stuff. So if any of those And Jews. So if any of those subjects speak to you, um, I think you're going to love it. So August 15th, Netflix, it's called 37 and Single. And I'm at Jared Fried on Instagram. So thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. Of course.
0: And thank you uh, to our listeners for tuning in.
1: Don't forget new episodes of The Bachelor air every Monday at 8, 7 central on ABC and then stream the next day on Hulu.
0: Yes. And make sure to tune in to new episodes of The Bachelor Happy Hour every week. We are going to have some great guests on. We've got all kinds of exclusive interviews coming up. So don't forget to subscribe.
1: Thank you again, everyone. Do not forget to go follow Jared on Instagram. Listen to his podcast. Watch his comedy special. It's going to be hilarious. And we will see you all next time.
0: Bye. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the... Only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good.
1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast joe does as well and i've been really loving the results that i've been seeing
0: my routine i have my eggs in the morning i take a symbiotica and i'm ready to take on the day hit the gym i'm more alert i just feel good what's even better is that symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track with a subscription your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us.
4: It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment.